Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A voice of reason in a world of insanity. Here's Jimmy Lakey. I love to listen in the morning. Jimmy Lakey on the radio. I got my coffee and cream. Jimmy's on the air. Wake up and start your day. Now go and tell all the neighbors, yeah. Then crank up the radio. There's infotainment. Brilliance to get you on your way. Wake up. Get your morning going. It just make sure you keep both hands on the wheel. He might get you fired up. That's a great radio station. Best in town. Broadcasting live from the Lakey Entertainment Towers and Cigar Palace, it's the Jimmy Lakey Show. All right, well, welcome to the program. Let's do some open lines. I've also got a great lineup of guests still coming in on the show. Uh, but if you want to jump in, 866-888-5449, 866-888-5449. Uh, the discussion, the uh, phrase that I guess has was not in our lexicon about a week ago is now in the national lexicon. I'm looking up at the Fox News monitor here in my uh, Lake Entertainment Tower studio. Uh, growing calls to defund the police. I would file this under be careful, be very, very careful what you wish for. Uh, that is the new movement that uh, you should be, the, the police department should be defunded. And it, it let me let me get this straight. If I, I'm very simplistic. I'm a very simple man. If you defund the police and you dismantle the city's police departments around America, uh, who's going to do the law enforcement? Well, in many instances, that would be the sheriff's department. And sheriffs are duly elected by the people. So if these radical uh, city councils want to have police that are kinder and gentler or whatever they're looking for, uh, they're not going to be able to control the sheriff's department. And the other thing you're going to find is that if you dismantle the police department, you're going to find that uh, uh, citizens are going to start defending themselves, and uh, you're going to find out that you're going to have more guns than ever before out there. So under the hashtag of uh, be careful what you wish for, it seems as if the very thing that some of these city council people are wanting, and Minneapolis is an example, the majority of Minneapolis city council says they want to dismantle the city's police department, uh, which, if my understanding, most states are alike, that if you have some local law enforcement that's not available, it's the county that steps in. The county guy is elected by the people, and he makes up his own rules. So uh, these city council members are going to surrender in the effort, kind of a, again, the consequence of it, not maybe what they thought, uh, they get rid of the police department and then suddenly they have no say as to how law enforcement is conducted in their area. And the other thing you find out is that a lot of citizens are buying guns right now. I had a friend out gun shopping this weekend and <clears throat> he said there were still guns available. Uh, and he named the place he went. He said, but it was amazing, uh, how thin things were. A lot thinner. He had a specific gun he was looking for. 
and uh, he was just telling me he went to a couple of shops that he goes to. And uh, I, I have, I was not at a gun shop this weekend, so this is secondhand information on my part. But he said people are buying guns right now. So anyway, it's just fascinating that these city councils, including Minneapolis, are saying we're going to defund and dismantle the police department. Which, uh, why? Because they want a better grip on law enforcement. Well, guess what? The sheriff will take over the law enforcement if that's the case. The sheriff is duly elected by the people, has no accountability to the Minneapolis City Council. So in, in effect, uh, the, the city council is cutting off their nose to spite their face. And you have a lot of folks in a lot of states starting to arm up and get weapons and say, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll protect myself there. Uh, so it's interesting. These uh leftists out there cutting off their own argument against gun control and uh, we need to limit the possession of guns because they always said you don't need to have a gun because there's a police officer that has the gun let the popo have the guns and you don't need them and turns out now they're going never mind the popo not going to have the gun we're going to defund and dismantle these police departments and in doing so uh, now you need a gun so it's fascinating to watch this flip-flop, uh, this back and forth, but I would definitely think that gun sales are on the upswing across America. I would guess so. All right, let me. the Minneapolis story is this. I'll come back to Fort Collins, Colorado here in a second. Not, this is CNN, so it could be fake news because it is CNN. This could be full of BS and lies. It is CNN after all, but here's what it says. Nine members of the Minneapolis City Council on Sunday announced they intend to defund and dismantle the city's police department following the police killing of George Floyd. Uh, Council President Lisa Bender said we're committed to to, to the dismantling policing as we know it in the city of Minneapolis and rebuild with our community a new model of public safety that actually keeps our community safe. So Lisa Bender evidently knows how to keep a community safe and she's going to do that. With nine votes on the city council, they would have a veto-proof supermajority of the council's 13 members. Uh, Sunday's pledge was an acknowledgement that the current system is not working. We need to listen especially to our black leaders, to our communities of color for whom policing is not working, and to really let solutions lie in the community. Well, the solutions in the community are going to be people are going to arm themselves up, and they'll take care of any problems that might come on their property. Uh, when pressed for details on what dismantling might look like, Miss Bender told CNN she was looking to shift police funding towards community-based strategies and that the city council would discuss how to replace the current police department. So I don't have a plan is basically what she's saying. I don't know what we do. If, you're, if your neighbor's getting murdered or you're, somebody's getting murdered, we don't know who you're going to call 911. Where would the 911 call go to? Uh, she doesn't know. She she says no. She says her and other uh, council members have analyzed the natures of 911 calls by constituents, and most were for mental health services anyway. And so most people who call 911 just want the EMTs and not the popo. And so there, so we're not worried about it. All right, that's going to be an experiment. Uh, you don't want to experiment with in Minneapolis, but watch it and see what happens, and watch those property values in Minneapolis plunge and watch the economy go to hell in a handbasket as well no police if you're being assaulted don't worry you call 911 uh, they'll send the EMTs out to you the health officials and they'll give you thoughts and prayers does that mean thoughts and prayers are back in style because it was the left of America that said we don't need to hear thoughts and prayers (coughs) one more time you had a violent uh, gun episode (laughs) we don't need thoughts and prayers well 
That's all they're going to be able to give you if there's crime breaking out in Minneapolis. They're going to give you some thoughts and prayers because they're not going to be able to send you to the police department. All right, let's take a break. Uh, roll the music, bam, bam. Boom. Just like that. I am powerful. I say roll the music, and the music starts to roll. Do you hear that? That's the power of Lakey in the morning. Now, I'll come back. I want to talk about Fort Collins and northern Colorado law enforcement reforms. The Fort Collins police chief has sounded off and said, well, here's what we're going to do to reform policing in northern Colorado. Everybody stand by. News Talk 600 KCOL. Here's Jimmy Lakey. Yes, I'll put it up, uh, facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. Let me find the audio. If you missed the Robert Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy Jr. speech yesterday at the state, state capitol, I watched, I think about 75% I missed off the very, missed the very beginning of it. It was live streamed on somebody's web, Facebook page. Uh, it was powerful. And uh, no matter where you fall on the vaccination argument, you really, I would encourage you if you really want an understanding of why people are uh, standing up against Senate Bill 163 and why it is that guys like myself always talk about government forcing you as a parent to have no say-so in your child's health care. Uh, all you need to do is watch Bobby Kennedy yesterday. <clears throat> he, it, It's stuff that I've said. It's stuff that other people have said. But I, I would guess some of you that might may think that uh, we're anti-science, as Kathy Kipp has said, or other people say that uh, you people just are anti-science. What, you, you, did you watch... Bobby Kennedy's speech yesterday on the steps of the state capitol, Robert Kennedy Jr., RFK Jr., did you watch it? And if you watched it, uh, tell me what he said wrong. Tell me what you disagree with. Uh, that's how we can have an intellectual discussion. He laid it all out. Uh, he laid it out to uh, the, the sicknesses and all the things that have happened since uh, our modern vaccine schedule has got in there. And if you can refute it, refute it. That's fine. That That's part of discussion. You can say, I can prove you wrong on that RFK. I can prove you right on that RFK, but uh, can you? Let me put it up on my Facebook page. And even some of you folks that are skeptical about my views or other people's views on vaccinations or the opposition to 163, uh, please have the intellectual honesty to watch RFK speech. And if nothing else, it will let you know where everybody else is coming from. It'll let you know where everybody else is coming from. All right, now watch out. Look up in Fox News. Uh- Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney supposedly is not going to support uh, Donald Trump for president's re-election, so who cares? But Mitt Romney's also trying to make the news today, making himself relevant. Uh, he has his mask on. He did a selfie out at a Black Lives Matters protest, and Mitt Romney is uh, desperately trying to have the media like him. The media destroyed him. They destroyed his pr- uh, chance to ever be the president. Uh, they destroyed his candidacy. So uh, he's taking the path of John McCain. And deciding that he will oppose anything that's not in his, <clears throat> that, that, well, uh, he will march to the beat of his own drum, hoping to have a legacy that the media will praise him and glorify. Remember when John McCain passed away? You would have thought that the Pope or a president had passed away. It was nonstop coverage of the, 
of the motorcade and the uh, funeral procession and just not, you would have thought it was a head of state that passed away. And I guess that's what Mitt Romney has decided. He wants to live the life that John McCain lived. Uh, and so that if he lives that life, that one day the media will let him have a legacy and pretend that he was ever the president because Mitt Romney was never the president. And so he's decided the only way I'm going to get to be recognized and treated like a president is if I am opposed to Donald Trump Jr. and uh, excuse me, Donald Trump. And if I if I'm opposed to Donald Trump and if I uh, speak out against him all the time, then one day when I pass, they'll treat me like John McCain and I can be a pretend president. But he'll always be a pretend president. All right, if, if you want to jump in on that, but by the way, it's just speculation. The speculation is that Donald Trump will not have the support of Mitt Romney or George W. Bush. Not They have not cooperated from their camps, but does that matter to anybody out there? I'm not quite sure it does, but maybe it does to you. All right, let me get to this story here. As Here's the headline from the Coloradoan. As police brutality protest continues, Fort Collins could see policing reform from above. And I'll just read J.C. Marmaduke reports, as protests over the killing of George Floyd continue throughout the nation and in Fort Collins, many people have looked to the Fort Collins Police Services for answers about what the department is doing to address systemic racism and prevent police brutality in our community. I'll let that sentence sink into you. Uh, what will you do in Fort Collins to address systemic racism and prevent police brutality in our community? Well, first of all, let me stop. Has there been police brutality in the Fort Collins community? Then they've already, if not, if you can't think of any, then they've already prevented it. What are you going to do to prevent something that's never happened? I'm just analyzing the writing of the, of the reporter here. What will you do, sir, to prevent police police brutality? Well, we don't have any police brutality. Well, how will you prevent it? We already have. It's not happening. Uh, also, how will you address systemic racism? Uh, give me an example of systemic racism in the Fort Collins Police Department. If you can, that's fine. But it is interesting that in the name of journalism, both of those phrases, uh, prevent police brutality and address systemic r racism, appear in the news story, and yet there's no example of either one of those. Now, if you have an example, feel free to put it out there. If you would like to tell us about police brutality in the community, that's fine. But, sir, what will you do, what will you do to uh, prevent police brutality? Well, we are preventing it. It's not happening. No, what are you really going to do? Well, we're, it, it hasn't happened. Let's continue the writing in the Colorado. And some people are backing an eight can't wait campaign, which suggests that eight police reforms can reduce police violence by 72%. Are these Dr. Fauci numbers? If we do these eight things and 72% of our problems will go away. That's what they say. It will re reduce police violence by 72%. Others are standing behind sweeping police reforms introduced in the Colorado General Assembly, the Dome of Dummies, this week. Others are calling for the defunding of police departments altogether. Uh, still, others are calling for reforms on on no large scale or, or no large scale reforms. It's not clear, if any, what the Fort Collins Police Services plans to do as a result of heightened attention to racial equity and the use of force in policing. Now, this is this is the problem. What we have with these movements. Uh, has the Fort Collins Police Department done anything wrong? Uh, no. Is there anything they can do? Maybe. 
But is there an expectation they have to do something? Yes. But if it ain't broke, what do you have to fix? But that's the world we live in now. Uh, Fort Collins Police Services is looking for something we can change to make everybody happy and to stop police violence that isn't occurring anyway in Fort Collins. Uh, Fort Collins Police Services Chief Jeff Swoboda told the Fort Collins City Council on Tuesday that he and his department are taking a listening-first approach right now. They attended a daily peaceful protest outside the police headquarters on Timberline and elsewhere. Officers also attended the Old Town Black Lives Matter protest on Friday in support of the protest. The department is taking items left at the memorial outside of their headquarters to the Fort Collins Museum of Discovery, hoping that they will be preserved for the future. Uh, Jeff Swoboda, the police chief, says Floyd's death left him disgusted on a personal level, and he called it the killing of another human being by a man who was supposed to uphold the law and protect the peace. He acknowledges systemic racism is a problem. Now listen to this. Uh, Systemic racism is a problem in Fort Collins and in policing, and he said he can relate to the people who are protesting. Okay, so the police chief says you have systemic racism in his department. Uh, Police are just fed up, they're tired as am I, of seeing the same things police officers are doing over and over again. Policies are changed, new laws come down, new police chiefs come in, and yet we still have more and more of these incidents. I'm not going to tell you I have the answers. Well, if there's a problem, it seems like you need to have the answers. Uh, Fort Collins police officers have shot and killed five people since 2014. All of them were armed with a gun and a knife. Four of those five people shot were white. One was a Latino. Let, me, let that sink in. So Jeff Swoboda, the police chief, says, we have systemic racism in the Fort Collins Police Department. We have chiefs come in and chiefs come out, laws come in. Nothing changes. Okay, let's get the facts. Fort Collins police officers have shot and killed five people since 2014. That's six years, by the way. All of those people were armed with a gun or a knife, and four of those five were white. One was a Latino. The last time a Fort Collins police officer killed a person was in 2017, almost three years ago, and that's when Sergeant Justin Gallimore shot and killed a 26-year-old George Newman, who was white, and Newman answered the door at his room at the America's Best Value holding a shot. America's Best Value Hotel holding a shotgun. Uh, But Fort Collins Police Services uh, settled two police brutality lawsuits in 2020 for a total of $450,000. And the settlements were related to an officer's use of force in 2017 and 2018. Swoboda told the council on Tuesday that the department was preparing to give officers new training related to fair and impartial policing in 19, in 2020, but the coronavirus pandemic stalled the in-person training, uh, and they have to stall it in 2021. So uh, the left has locked us up in a quarantine and won't let us have face-to-face meetings, and so the Fort Collins Police Department says, yep, we can't train our officers right now because Jared Polis won't let us have a big meeting, and so we'll do our training in 2021. But you, you do the math. Fort Collins Police Department, evidently, according to the Coloradoans, says they have systemic racism. And yet in the last five years, uh, six years, they've killed five people. Four of those were white. One of those was a Latino. So I'm still waiting for, I, 
And I'm not saying it's not there, but what is the evidence of a systemic racism uh, policy that's in the Fort Collins Police Services? But evidently it exists, according to the Coloradoan, and they think they have the the police chief has sounded off. A cor- At least that's what they're reporting. They're saying he, he says it. It's all there. I just like to know what it is. Show me the systemic racism in the Fort Collins Police Department. 866-888-5449. Stand by. More to come. All the news you need all the time. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. 600 KCOL. Anybody know, know the name of Forrest Finn? Forrest Finn's an 89-year-old art and antiquities collector, and uh, he created a treasure hunt that a lot of folks have participated in. Uh, there's a treasure been buried for about, a, what, uh, 15, 10, 10, 15 years ago. He buried a treasure in the Rocky Mountains and said, find it, and it's yours. And he put out poetry, and it's his way to getting people out to explore the great outdoors. Well, a couple of days ago, someone found it, according to Forrest Finn and his uh, social media post. He has not identified who. Uh, but uh, anyway, if you if you were one of those treasure hunters, I have actually a couple of friends that would spend a couple of um, days a year trying to analyze his poetry, which was... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's always included where the forest... Uh... Uh, to where Forrest Finn had hidden the treasure, and somebody evidently has found Forrest Finn's treasure. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Matter of fact, I just now sent, uh, the, I saw this story, I copied it, sent it off to one of my friends, uh, who was an avid Forrest Finn treasure hunter. He was always out for the treasure. You're going to be very disappointed when he sees that text message, because he thought for sure uh, he would be the one to find it. As a matter of fact, he last I knew, he was waiting for a place to thaw out. <clears throat> Uh, because he thought it was covered in snow still. So I maybe he found it. That's why I haven't heard back from him. And he's just not letting me know. All right, welcome to the program, everybody. Nice to have you here on the show. Jimmy is my name. I'll come back to the Forrest Finn story here in just a second. But I want to welcome in, if I could, Dr. Alex McFarland. Uh, he's a religion and culture expert, author, broadcaster, college professor, international speaker, uh, has an apologetics ministry. Uh, and his, uh, his, he answers all sorts of questions about the truth for a new generation at his conference called The Truth for a New Generation. Dr. Alex McFarland back on the program with me. Dr. McFarland, welcome back into Colorado. Oh, good morning. Thank you for having me back, my friend. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Moral Decay is the name of your new book, the subtitle, The Real Cultural Threat That No One Talks About. A lot of us been watching. Uh, 80% of people in America say that America, America is spiraling out of control, watching the events of the past couple of weeks, the rioting, the uh, uh, death of George Floyd. I'm one of the guys that always say that uh, I remember growing up, I'm no, I'm no theologian, but uh, there's always something more happening. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. There's something else happening in another realm. That's my viewpoint. Uh, as you watch this thing, and we watch people looting and rioting and uh, destroying property and beating people up in the streets and uh, law officers killing a guy in cold blood on the streets. We we got a problem in America, Dr. McFarland. What has your take of the last couple of weeks been? Well, thanks for having me, Jimmy. You you hit it on the head. I mean, 
the Bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness. Uh, there is a spiritual battle going on for the United States of America. And, you know, Jimmy, I speak a lot of universities, and part of the quarantine, you know, probably, you know, would speak or debate or be at a, a panel discussion at easily a dozen colleges a year. And some people that maybe are not Christians uh, and maybe not all that knowledgeable about our nation's history, some people might say, well, you know, why would you think America is caught in the crosshairs of some special battle? Um, I think it, it relates to the Alexis de Tocqueville quotes around 1813 where he said, um, not until I heard the pulpits aflame with righteousness did I understand the secret of America's greatness. America is great because she's good. If she ceases to be good, she'll cease to be great. Um, America, uh, for all of our, you know, foibles and failures, I mean, we have been over the last two years, uh, last two centuries, the greatest engine for the betterment of the human condition in terms of philanthropy, in terms of technological breakthroughs, in terms of just, uh, the moral care of other human beings. And so we are in a spiritual battle. Uh, our loss of morals uh, is contributing to the unraveling of the country. Just the just the, the anarchy and the lawlessness in the aftermath of George Floyd's tragic murder. George Floyd was murdered, I would say. But uh, we are in a spiritual battle, and the very future of the Constitution and the country and all of our personal liberties hangs in the balance right now. Uh, Dr. Alex McFarland is my guest. His latest book is called Moral Decay, available where fine books are sold. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. Uh, Dr. McFarland, I have a question for you, my friend. And last week, President Trump made a what people called a controversial walk across Lafayette Square to stand in front of a church that had been burned out by um, protesters and rioters, and he held up a Bible. And it was amazing to me the feedback he got. People saying, oh, that was a, he was using the Bible as a prop. He was... Uh, this was all shenanigans. This was all, this, this was all just a bogus photo opportunity. And I looked at it. This is a president, in my estimation, walking across saying, you can do a lot of things in this country, but we're not going to start, stop, start burning down churches. This is a country founded on Judeo Christian values. I was not offended at all uh, by the actions of President Trump, kind of taking back ground, if you will, that protesters, rioters, and looters had taken the night before. Give me your thoughts. Were you offended? that the president held up the Bible uh, in Lafayette Square of the church? No, I was not. I was encouraged. It, it blessed my heart. You know, uh, the church there, every president since Madison has uh, visited that church or attended services there, and I, I was not at all offended. Um, let me say this. Um, Donald Trump is a believer in Jesus Christ. I was on a phone call with the president Good Friday, and there were about 80 to 100 faith leaders on this call. This was not, not uh, you know, um, a pre-record or anything, and there are a number of calls and, but, that, that we've been on with the president, and, and let me say this. Even if you're not a Christian, if you have a listener right now and, and, and somebody's not a Christian, and fair enough, I mean, you know, you, you believe in Christ, you don't believe in Christ. You, you're free to do that. But it is in the best interest of all of the citizens that our president 
believe in God, the Bible, and moral truth. The founding the founding fathers did. I mean, uh, the wisest and oldest person at the Constitutional Convention, I believe, was Ben Franklin. I know he was the oldest, and I believe he was certainly one of the wisest. And it was Benjamin Franklin, 1787, at the Constitutional Convention. They were at an impasse. They were getting nowhere. Benjamin Franklin says uh, to the group, if a sparrow can't fall to the ground without God's knowledge. Do we think a nation could rise up without God's assistance? Let's stop these proceedings. The way he said it very, you know, kind of old English, I beg, leave, therefore we cease these proceedings and pray. And you know what's interesting? The record says that some people kind of bowed, and Benjamin Franklin urged all the men in the room. He said, no, get down on your knees and pray. 74 years old. Well, they prayed, they they took a week off, and they had a minister come in and preach. They reconvened, and they wrote the longest-standing Constitution in world history, our U.S. Constitution. Now, uh, I believe Trump does know the Lord. I've heard him say this when we were on the Good Friday call. He said, you know, thanks for being on the call, everybody. Uh, we're about to commemorate the, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And and I want to tell you, the only reason that I have a shred of hope that God hasn't abandoned the United States of America is that Donald Trump is the president right now. Now, don't get me wrong, Jimmy. Uh, my home is in heaven. My hope is in Christ, the Lord. But we lived in here. Augustine said, until we are in the city of God, we have an obligation to the city of man. And so I would beg everybody, listen, be, beyond economics, beyond what you think about welfare, beyond what you even think about like immigration, the reason that the future of the Constitution hangs on the reelection of the president right now and the defeat of Biden and whomever his running mate is, the the fundamental difference between the Democrats and Republicans right now, although I could enumerate three dozen differences, but the main difference is the belief in morals or the rejection of morals, what Jefferson calls self-evident truth. Now... Dr. Uh, McFarland, can, can, can we pause here for just a second? Let me take a quick break if you can stick around. I want to dive into this, but I'm right up against a break. So uh, hold on, Dr. Alec McFarland, McFarland, hopefully going to be able to hang with me through the break, and we'll come back and talk about these self-evident truths uh, that are <laughs> laid out in our Constitution and founding documents and where they're at right now. Stand by. This portion of the program brought to you by my friends at One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning. Uh, Corey Clinton and One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning have been serving Northern Colorado, uh, helping people stay comfortable, making sure they don't get too hot in the summer, not too cold in the winter for 35 years now. They're a part of Northern Colorado, and they're a part of my life. At, uh, at least twice a year, I have them out to the Lakey Cottage, and they service my air conditioning. I call it the tune-up. They service my furnace in the fall and the winter. And even my cigar room, my ventilation there, they came out. We had that all cleaned up, tuned up just a couple of weeks ago as well. I'm a client of theirs, a customer of theirs. I trust the highly trained, highly skilled, very professional techs from One Hour Heating and Air into my home, and you can trust them as well. Listen, your comfort is essential. A lot of you working at home still, and you 
you never realized how bad your air conditioning was and how it doesn't really cool off during the day. You didn't notice it. When the sun's up, you weren't there. Now you're there and you're like, okay, this is not going to work out for me. Have my friends at One Hour Heating and Air come to your place and make sure that your comfort um, uh, your comfort succeeds uh, in your new work environment, your new home office, uh, whether that's a dining room table or a converted bedroom. Uh, give them a call, 855-1-HOUR. Let my friends at One Hour Heating, heating and Air come out. Uh, they're local and they're right here for you, ready to help you, and they want you to stay comfortable in your new work environment. 855-1-HOUR. Any repair that they need to do, they'll take 50 bucks off of it if you mention my name. My name is worth 50 bucks, $50, 50 that's a bargain. 855-1-HOUR. 855-1-HOUR. One-hour heating and air. $50 off any repair. Schedule them. Have that tune-up done. It makes sure you stay comfortable all summer long. 855-1-HOUR. One-hour heating and air. Everybody stand by. Dr. Alex McFarland with me on the other side of this break on News Talk 600 KCOL. This is News Talk 600 KCOL. My friend just gave me the uh, the uh, the location where he had pinpointed on a map the um, where he thought the the he, he says hopefully in a couple of days he's looking for that Forest Finn treasure he says hopefully they'll tell me if I was actually even close he he wasn't the one who found it uh, but he sent me the. Uh, uh, the the numbers on the map and said this is where I think it was and he would he just he's explaining in a message here what his formula was for treasure hunting but uh, now he just wants to know if he was even close <clears throat> we'll uh, find out he gave me he was using homophones and things like that as in the poem and analyzing the letters smart guy I don't understand half of what he's saying right about now all right let me go back to Dr Alex McFarland Dr McFarland let's come back you were talking about these self-evident truths our founders thought they were are self-evident they they said hey they, these were given by God himself our creator gave us these self-evident truths uh it, I, I wonder in today's society especially with their education system today if they're really that self-evident a lot of folks don't seem to think so we uh, surrender our freedoms uh, we we give our freedoms up we get locked down quarantine take uh, we, we take instruction from our government very very compliant but our founders were like no this is self-evident that we are we're created equal and that we're free we're free people uh, let's talk about those self-evident truths dr. McFarland well, thanks, Jimmy. And again, I, I just have such a respect for you and, and your broadcasting content. And so thanks for having me on. You, you know, wh- when they talk about self, self-evident truth, there there's some things that were just understood as rational human beings to be kind of undeniable, like uh, I exist, because uh, I would have to be here to exist, even if I were going to deny that I didn't exist, you know. So there, there's some things that are just undeniably true, and this goes all the way back to Aristotle, really the father of logic. Um, Truth exists. Truth can be known. Uh, Truth can be expressed in words. Now, let me explain and just hang with me for a second why this was viewed by great thinkers from from Aristotle to St. Augustine to Thomas Aquinas to Jefferson, Madison, Franklin, Washington. Uh, the, The reason that they would say that there is undeniable truth is that, look, even if you were going to say words don't contain truth, they must, because you, you have to use words even in your attempt to deny the validity of words. Okay, 
how that all changed, really beginning in the educational philosophy of John Dewey up to the 1960s, um, when John Lennon sang the song in Strawberry Fields Forever, you know, Strawberry Fields, nothing is real. John Lennon, he, he was a reader, and he was expressing the philosophy of the 60s up through present-day education. There came along in the mid-20th century uh, post-modern philosophy. And, and keep in mind, you know, a lot of these uh, Ivy League schools, I mean, I've spoken, I mean, I held an event at Yale University in New Haven, Connecticut, um, took a postgrad course at Harvard, um, spoken or debated at more than 200 universities. So I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on what the mindset is of many in higher education. Um, there, there is this belief that there is no truth. There is this belief that words don't really mean things. Words are simply the sounds grunted out by we, you know, primates. And so part of the reason that nowadays kids and some adults don't believe Jefferson's idea of self-evident truth, they don't believe all the founders, really, really up through Bill Clinton, that would even, that you know, JFK, Bill Clinton would defend moral truth. And people say, well, nothing is absolutely true. It's because for about the last 50 years, our educational systems have wedded themselves to the postmodern idea that there are no moral boundaries, there is no God, humans are only animals. And what we're left with, and this is why people need to, you know, really say their prayers and go vote, uh, vote for Trump. Uh, but listen, there is the idea now, the only thing that's right is the one powerful enough to seize control. I mean, look, we can you imagine that rational adults are actually talking about eliminating police? Look, when AOC says let's defund the police, all they're going to do is exchange it for federalized law enforcement, which will really control everybody's lives. So the reason America did work for 240 years but is not working now, it was liberty within the assumption that there is a God, there are morals, and we will control ourselves. We don't have to be controlled by government from the outside. We control ourselves by a moral compass on the inside. That's Dr. And, Alex, Dr. Doctor, let me interrupt you here, but I want to ask one more question before we run short on time. Dr. Alex McFarlane, uh, religion and culture expert, has a brand new book out. I want to make sure I, p- I plug this. Moral Decay, the Real Cultural Threat No One Talks About. Moral Decay by Dr. Alex McFarland. Uh, Dr. McFarland, we have a couple of minutes left, so let's ask, besides voting, obviously you and I are going to vote the same way. What should we as Americans be paying attention to? We were troubled times, rioting, looting, uh, pillaging, all this stuff that's happening happening in America the last couple of weeks. Uh, what, what's the other solution besides waiting till November uh, for, an, uh, for an election? Well, you, and, and listen, I don't say this glibly or, or flippantly at all. Pray. I want to encourage everybody, you, even if you're not an especially religious person or even a church-going Christian, pray. Talk to God. Pray for our nation. And then I, I would say talk to your friends. Be an influencer for truth. Because truth is truth is 
spread via relationships. But then thirdly, consider running for office. Look, friends, go to your city council meetings. Most politicians that are not terribly principled, most politicians are scaredy cats, and uh, they just want to check which way the wind blows. So be respectful, be courteous, but make your voice heard. Write letters to your congressman. Write letters to your mayor and city council members. Go to school board meetings and, look, run for office. Um, the beautiful thing, Thomas Paine said it, the founders believed it, uh, we, we were birthed on the consent of the governed. We are governed, but we give consent. And when we, when we have issues or we don't consent, we can become leaders ourselves. As Lincoln said at Gettysburg, government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And uh, so maybe some of your great listeners, Jimmy, there, there's, a, there's a call on their life to run for office and be leaders that will help preserve this nation, which I fear currently hangs in the balance. Yeah. Dr. McFarland, we're short on time. I, I got to let you go. If folks want to get get a copy of the book called Moral Decay, they can do that at Amazon or anywhere fine books are sold. Uh, if they sure. want to learn more about you, your ministry, and all that you do, where do they go? Uh, just my website, alexmcfarland.com. Hey, call me. I want to come speak in your town. Let's save America. And Jimmy, thank you. You got it. Dr. Alex McFarland, his latest book called Moral Decay, available anywhere uh, fine books are sold. And also his website, alexmcfarland.com alexmcfarland.com. All right, I got to take a break here. Heartbreak, top of the hour coming up. It's News Talk 600, KCOL. Jenny Beth Martin, one of the original voices in the Tea Party movement coming up on the program. If you want to jump in also, 866-888-5449, 866-888-5449. It's Lakey, News Talk 600, KCOL. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.